Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. What is up, everybody? It's Ragbag bringing you another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you all so much for joining us on this gorgeous Sunday, at least where I am. It is beautiful outside, and uh, I don't know if you can hear the birds chirping in the background, but uh, just a really nice day here in a small Wisconsin town. We have a phenomenal episode lined up for you. Those of you that have been out and about, uh, maybe are not living under a rock, you would have heard about this uh, the superhero movie in which there's a, uh, a bunch of really big-name actors, big-name superheroes coming together for the greater good of stopping Thanos from destroying half the universe. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, it's been out now for, uh, it'll be almost two weeks, and uh, we, are, we are ready to release our spoiler review of the movie rgg myself and riles benile sit down for an hour we talk about what we liked uh not really much of what we didn't like because there wasn't a lot that we we did not like uh but uh just a really good time to to sit back relax and talk about the movie maybe we'll validate some of the things that you were feeling maybe we'll open your eyes to, to some things that you didn't realize now again we argue about this at the beginning of the the episode but if you haven't seen the movie yet, this is a spoiler review. We're not just going to tiptoe around the plot. Uh, we talk about everything and anything that happened in this movie, what could happen moving forward. We give some hypotheticals on uh, introducing different characters. So um, if for some reason, if for some reason you are listening to an Infinity Wars review podcast almost two weeks after the movie came out and you haven't seen it yet, your fair warning, you will have everything spoiled. And if you've been somehow able to avoid all spoilers and you have a date circled on your calendar that you're going to see it, kudos to you. But we are, we're, we're going full uh, force with talking about this flick here in just a couple of minutes. It's been, it's been phenomenal. Uh, we'll talk about the stats a little bit coming up in the third segment. Uh, but before I talk too long, let's actually kick it right over to myself, RGG, and Riles Beniles for this week's episode of Regular Guy Gaming. Dudes? All right. Thank you for stopping in and listening to RGG, Regular Guy Gaming. Here we are once again. We do have Riles Beniles in the house tonight, but we, right. bring, him, we bring him in when we... Uh, when uh, we have something awesome going on, and then we have, as always, the first and last voice, Ragbag, here in the house tonight. Yeah. Riles Beniles, he is on the sponsor hotline. Sponsor hotline. That can be you if you want to sponsor this podcast. We'll put your name there. Yeah, nice. We See? will put. We got to mar market it during the podcast because we don't do shit for this outside of when we actually record. That it's is true. true. You guys that don't is do true. anything. That's true. You guys. <laughs> All right. Um, we we're here for a special occasion, and as we can see, we're all alive right now. Yeah, we were yeah. spared. We were spared. Oh, I see what you're doing. That's funny. Hey. that's really hey. funny of you. Wow, way to just spoil everything at the beginning of the conversation, you dick. <laughs> RGG, that's very funny of you. No, I'm assuming um, this is a spoiler review. Well, yeah, it, it is going to be. I probably just talked about it for a brief minute in the uh, introduction, but we're talking in about the Infinity War. Yeah. 
and uh, and Riles Benales, the uh, we're bringing him on as the expert because he's already seen it like eighteen times, so he knows every so little minor 18, detail about it. I've seen it twice. He's I've seen him. It, I've seen it three times actually. Three times? Yeah. Because at this point now it's 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 all about getting the posters from Fandango VIP uh, and getting some decorations for my for my house. You know, so that's it's a nice way to get some decor and everything. So. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty excited to talk about this film, guys. I thought it was uh I thought it was really good. First things first, I probably said in the introduction, but if you are listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, uh this will be as you mentioned RGG, it's a spoiler review, so we're going to be talking some mad uh mad spoilers. There's a lot of things that happen in this flick. But that, to be uh, honest, it's it's been it's been it's been available for over a week, so if you haven't seen it yet, then that's yeah. kind of your your own fault, you know. Yeah. 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 That's true, but I guess I don't. I don't want to dive deep into spoilers if people aren't thinking this isn't a spoiler review. I'm just trying to be nice. See, you guys, you guys are no, bad in politics. No, everyone knows. Everyone knows you get time. They've had time. It's they, what, so. What is the exact? Is there like a book somewhere that says exactly how much time you, you get? get from the you release? get that Monday, the Thursday till Monday. After that Monday, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I so think. You, I think even. I think even with a movie like Infinity War, you have to at least. Even the, the a grace period of like a full week, but in this case, like as we're recording this, it's been nine days since it first came out. So I think it. I think we're well above beyond the you grace know, being, period. Yeah. So I mean, it's if you didn't see it over the weekend on opening night, that's your own fault. But you at least still had that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to do it. And if you haven't seen it by this weekend, then you've had two full weekends to see the movie. And if you haven't. A, something's wrong with you, and B, you shouldn't be complaining about spoilers, you know, wow. so. Judgmental much? You guys a little are bit. judgmental. A little bit. Unbelievable. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to talk about Infinity War, but uh, first things first, guys, how was your movie experience? Mine was awesome because I went at Thursday at 7 o'clock, which is always a really good crowd, and there's a lot of people like me in there of my skin tone, so I knew it was going to be a beautiful experience. And it was. We did not disappoint. This um, is an audio podcast. They don't know what your skin tone is. Oh, I'm black. Um, And it was great. We were cheering. There was, oh, shit, he's going to get it. And I'm like, oh, I love it. We, It was loud, and it was awesome. People were clapping and cheering. Uh, with The things where you're – I'll give you a good example of when – of when, uh, um, right when they were about to kill Vision, right, and then Black Widow shows up, and then uh, one of the what, not the Dark Stalkers or Dark Horse, his uh, Thanos's uh, men. I forgot their their group name. Children of Thanos. The Children of Thanos. Yeah, when uh, one of them throws the spear and bearded Captain America catches it, the whole the whole theater went oh shit son like they were like whoa so it was really cool and every it was just an ex it we all experienced it in vocalized all at the same time so it was really cool well you're right i would say, um i think every time that i went to see it and i saw it at different like time periods so like um i saw it the friday of opening weekend like in the in the evening um, I went to see it again in like mid afternoon, I think, on that Sunday, and then yesterday I went to go see it uh, Saturday, of course, uh, for the next week, being in like 
in the morning, like late morning, and three times I went there and the movie theater was packed, which is really cool that like even a week after that there were still people coming to see the movie. Um, and I got a lot of reactions. Like I think the the common theme that everybody really laughed at was the intro of like when you see the Guardians for the first time and then there's just the text as a space. And I think like, I don't think anybody realized that that was, they were just uh, emphasizing like where they were in the movie. But when you start, just first see space, I think everybody just got a huge kick out of that. And I think that was, that was great that like three movie theater showings, it was the same reaction every time. So um, one thing I will say, uh, before we get any farther into the movie, do you guys feel like movies these days are trying way too hard to cater to a 3D movie? I know. I actually, I thought they went the other way because normally yeah. they they pronounce uh, not pronounce they promote the shit out of watching it in 3D. I think it's IMAX now, but not, I, to- what, I'm, what I'm saying is that they sh- like it feels like they shoot so many scenes that would that oh make, that like, would perfect. Look- that make perfect sense that if you watch it in 3D, you'll get the whole, like, oh, my God. Yeah, scene. I think one of those scenes was when Squidward uh, died. I felt that was a purposeful 3D yeah. moment. Really? Like, I, I, feel, I feel like they try, like, very, very hard to cater to be like, oh, man, like, it, it's, it's really something in, in normal in the standard, but you really should go see that 3D. It's like, fuck that. I'm not spending five extra bucks to go watch a 3D That's, version to get I've... one or two extra like oh my god scenes i don't know if this is going to show that i have absolutely no experience in criticizing film or film analysis but i probably go to a movie once every two or three weeks and i have never noticed that before Mm. i've never one maybe like when 3d first came out but yeah i'm trying to think of a time during any of the last couple of movies i've seen and i've never there's never been a scene where i was like oh dude that was 3d the reason behind that but i don't know maybe i just go to i don't know Maybe I'm just an idiot or something, but maybe, um, maybe it's maybe it's a semester uh, semester or two of uh, film study that makes me think that. You know, so we're going we're, sick- we're going into this movie, and uh, you guys had good experiences and stuff like that at the uh, the theater. But uh, hype wise, how hyped are you guys? Are you super hyped. freaking jacked? Oh, absolutely. Have you ever oh, been this jacked for a movie before? I'd say so. I, I think Black what Panther. I what I liked about this movie is that the hype was going into it. It seemed like the MCU was almost like one giant like series of like a television show, and then Infinity War was that season finale that everybody. That's exactly what it was. And I I think that that's what a lot of the hype came from. It's like, oh man, season one's coming to a close. What are they gonna gonna do? And then I I think that that's why I wanted to see it three times to make sure that I got every little nook and cranny, and even like seeing like YouTube videos like, hey, here's like ten things you maybe missed, and it's like. Holy shit! I did miss that. I got to go back and see that. Oh, now I see it. And uh, yeah, so yeah, there are a lot of things, guys. I definitely recommend going back if you've seen it once. Go well. This I'm, it's not hard to convince you to go do it if you haven't already done it. Go see it again because even I, who I feel like don't I don't miss anything. I missed quite a bit. I I'll just tell you right now. I miss the fact that um, Doctor Strange just gave away. Uh, he gave away everything, you know. I didn't catch that at first. I was more into the like, oh damn it, oh why would you? Like I was like Tony Stark. Remember Tony Stark was just be- like in a defeated tone of why'd you do that, you fucking dick? Why? And I was, was like, damn. As to why he did it. 
right? And he made it clear why, yeah. right, as he was disappearing. But I was so caught up in the right. what's going to happen mode that I really didn't absorb. I heard him say, we're playing the long game now. And I went, yep. okay, cool, I get that. But then I forgot about it immediately. And then I was like, well, fuck, how are they going to defeat this guy? Yep. But then once I went back and watched it, I went, oh, Doctor Strange... Dr. Strange gave them the way to win. Dr. Yep. Strange was like, the best way to win is to give the stone to him. Yep. I, I think initially when I first when I first saw the movie and they said we're in the end game now, like I looked at that as like according to them on Titan, he's got the five stones. So the end game being that okay, there's one to go and that's it's all or nothing. But then seeing it a couple more times made me realize that Strange was thinking, like, the endgame, endgame, because, again, he saw all these, like, 14 million different future uh, scenarios, and he's, even though he said there was only one that they actually come out on top, we didn't, we didn't actually hear that, how they come up on top. I mean, for all Doctor Strange knew, the one way that they came out on top was exactly how it fell into place, and he was basically saying, "Okay, this is the this is the future I saw that I give up the stone." And That's exactly he, so. that is that is exactly what this is. Right. He, he, that is the future. He. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is the timeline he saw. The only way to win is because I guarantee you, was like you didn't even use the weapon on me. To he said the strongest thing you had, you made a mistake by not using. And that was the Infinity Stone. He did that on purpose. Well, like, After- like I said, this is the first time like I saw the movie, I hear we're in the end game now, as in, okay, he only needs one, so hopefully the rest of the heroes on Earth are gonna defend that Mind Stone. And then like, like in the second and third times, like, oh, never mind. He's actually talking more long term because he's, he's talking the- once he wins. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Playing with my lighter. No, um Why? Huh? Oh, I, it hasn't been working. It's been bothering me. No. Um, You're doing a podcast. The one thing that... The fuck up. The one thing that I really also thought was just sad was when they brought... And every good story starts at the end, so we'll work our way out of the ending. Uh, was I thought it was really sad that Thanos brought Vision back just to have him feel pain. The other way he went out, he didn't... There wasn't pain. But just ripping... The, the Infinity Stone out of his dome piece, that that was pretty painful. I thought that was sucked for for Vision, you know? Yeah, the, the movie, honestly, was a lot of it... There's a lot of feels attached to it, and I think a lot of it was very symbolic in the idea that here's Vision and his loved, uh, you know, partner, whatever, girlfriend, wife, whatever the hell they are, um, being like, I have to kill Vision right now for the sake of humanity. I have to, like, look in the eyes yeah, of the person that I love. She went through all that and she pain. Ki- she went through all that pain, and all of a sudden, here comes Thanos, like, eh, actually, you know what? I didn't get my stone, so I'm just gonna totally, brutally murder him in front of you, and you can just witness this, and it's like, holy fuck. But the great thing about what this film is, guys, I want to talk about this right away, was again, you know, similar to Killmonger and Black Panther, it's like they built up Thanos like, yeah, he's this fucking crazy-ass titan that's trying to, you know, kill off half of humanity. But at the same time, they built, like, this emotional connection with him and Gamora. And, you know, at one point in the movie, he's like, you know, I just want to, you know, snap my fingers and basically go sit off and and watch the sunset. And that's how the the film ended. Yeah. It's like, like, and it's like, you hate, you hate Thanos because he's an ultimate bad guy and he just killed off all your favorite superheroes. 
But again, they like construct this like really nice story where it's like you're kind of like what he's doing is really wrong. I get what but I, I understand I, yeah. why his logic is flawed, similar to Black Panther, and that's why I was so connected to the film because they shaped Thanos to be a lot more than just this big bad brute that wants to kill everybody. He had an agenda and it's like he had love for somebody and it was like, "Oh, dude, like now I'm emotionally conflicted. This is so weird. I don't know how to my emotions are out of whack, and it's. I think that's one of the great parts about what Marvel's done these past couple of films, not with just Infinity War. They and, went, and, and I think a lot even, of that. Was, go, go ahead. They went, in my opinion, even further with Thanos by showing his sacrifice. This was more a story about Thanos than anything else. Uh, he, I love the part when he had to sacrifice his daughter, but she was totally wrong. Guys, this is a spoiler alert. In Red Skull, she's laughing at him like, oh, you don't love anything more yep. than yourself. You don't love anything. And he's crying. And he he was I mean, he was even going, no, no, no. And then Red Skull looked at her and it was like, oh, those tears aren't for himself. Those tears are for you. Right. So when she finally realized he truly loved her was when it was too late. Yeah. Because then she knew she was going over that. So there was a part in there where I forgot who it was said, you don't know anything about sacrifice. And Thanos was like, you, you, I have sacrificed more in one Scarlet day. Scarlet Witch said that to him at Scarlet the end. Witch, yep, yeah, said, you, I have sacrificed more in one day than you will in a lifetime. And he did. I just, one thing I want to point out with timeline was that, so he 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 collects the the power stone like last week from the series of the movie and then one day he picks up the rest of the five stones so did he was he just he was working fucking around hard. just just fucking around just having a good time with the well, power no, stone and testing no. around if you look at it i think the way it went down was like when he said i'll do it myself i don't know it wasn't a, it takes time to travel in space for one they were in space he had a face stone. Yeah, but face stone though, so he could warp into different places. But the other thing is, is the more stones that he gets, also the more powerful he becomes. So if he gets one stone, that probably makes it easier to get another stone, which makes it easier to get another stone. So if you think about it that way, because after he was able to shift reality and shift time, it was like, like it was the simplest thing for him to get one. So in that sense, he's kind of working his way up. But I, what I really liked again about Thanos is that you know it wasn't just like your average bad guy, like oh, I'm gonna, I hate people i want to take over the world it's like with that whole gamora scene you know you were like i was just about to bring that up go well, ahead. with that gamora scene you notice it was like he had this logic where he thought that basically there was too many people burn you know burdening the resources and blah 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 and you knew that it was wrong but when he was with gamora and he was tearing up and you could see that it was getting to him and he was struggling with what it was that he felt his destiny was opposed to killing one of his loved ones, you knew that it wasn't just like, an oh, he's another just random bad guy with some weird backstory about wanting to kill everybody. It was like, this is something that Thanos, the character, truly believes in and truly believes will better the universe, right? So it's not like he has, it's, it's like, it's the exact same thing as Killmonger. He doesn't have bad intentions. He just yeah. has a really fucked up way of looking at how he's going to fix it. things. Yeah, and that's that's why that's why the Marvel universe just knocks out the DC universe because, I, as somebody pointed out, is that Marvel focuses on the character, but DC focuses on the power. So with Marvel, you know that this person has the superpower, but then you learn more about that person themselves, and then you get more connected to that character because that you get to hear their like their their pluses or minuses. So then you get to see like. 
you get to sympathize for the for the villain, you know, with Killmonger, with Thanos, even though they're supposed to be the bad guy, you're supposed to be rooting against them, you're also like, okay, he actually makes some good points. And it's like, okay, and now I'm conflicted. To really uh, hit home, hit yeah, hit home his point. He looked Gamora in the face, and he and she, you know, she was complaining about him taking her, and he said, "Oh, you call, you know, almost starving to death, life, scrounging for food, right. everyday life." He said, "Do you know that your planet right now there isn't a child that knows hunger?" And he talked about how well and how flourishing that planet is because. Years ago, he went in and took out half the... Because he was doing it himself. He was going to planet to planet to planet, and he was wiping out half the population himself. Yep. And he explained to her, your planet now knows no suffering. They are now at the top of their... They're living at the top right now because the hardest thing was done. And he said, there were others who've seen what I've seen I was just the only one willing to take on this burden. Yep. He said this burden. So he fully aware he's aware that this is hard and he knows that people look at him as a bad guy, but he feels he's doing what's best for them in the long run. And another thing about him is it's not about your money if you're poor or whatever. It's random. Meaning he himself when he breathed, he himself could have died. He knew that. He, you know, boom, that's all life. And so he looked at it. He took a deep breath, whether he went or not. But in doing that, he he really showed that he believes that much to this. Like, he he made me believe, and the way they wrote this, it made me go, wait, is he, he's the bad guy, right? Or, or is everyone else just not seeing it? Does he no, know weird. something that we don't know? Do you, do you, and I don't mean to get weird, but do you think you could replace Thanos with the name of any type of genocidal maniac and we'd be having the exact same conversation but in a totally different context like if, could we replace the name no. thanos with hitler and be like i knew you were his, say hitler yeah this is why that won't work hitler believed in a, a superior race thanos didn't believe in a superior race he believed in everybody everybody can 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 grow to be their best with enough resources as long as you don't overpopulate I, but I'm just saying I'd be surprised if that argument hasn't been made by somebody else in a position of power to be like, well, it kind of makes sense because if we kill off some of our population, then maybe there's an opportunity for others to grow. I don't know. I, I think it's just interesting how they can kind of construct the narrative like that to make us go, you know, he actually has, you know, it's like, let's not like forget like this dude's talking about killing like billions and billions of people trillions. and creatures, trillions, just like an, an absurd number. And we're kind of like. And we're sitting here like, you know, he kind of has some good points, actually. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Well, <laughs> a, a lot sense. of it is... Like, we're almost is. justifying... What, it's genocide on a cosmic level. Right. Something our, my brain can't even comprehend. Yeah. Well, again, going back to, like, if you replaced it, like, with Hitler, like, again, as you guys said, is that Hitler wanted a master race opposed to just taking everybody and then cutting it in half and then half lives, half dies. Um, with but no bias, with zero on, bias. And on, on top of that is that he makes the whole point that the Earth has only so much resources and then people are basically using all of those resources because back, back in the day before modern medicine and mar marvels in medicine, most people, the life expectancy was usually about 30, 35 because, you know, if you got, you know, if you died due to infection, you died due to, you know, 
some sort of tooth. You could have a toothache that could infect your Yeah, so then, so, I mean, back in the day, the resources were usually pretty infinite because people the life expectancy expectancy was so short but nowadays the life expectancy is a lot higher because of medicine so now people are you know dragging out those resources longer and longer and longer and then people are able to repopulate you know more and more and more and then that's where it comes to okay we only have so many resources but now we have more than enough people so i mean that's like he was saying on titan is that he got the idea because here was his planet with too many people like he literally says 20 miles not enough to feed so here's his way to keep everything fine but that's you know the second you suggest like well let's just kill off half the population and then we're fine again you know of course people will value human life and life altogether so it's like that's ridiculous you're an idiot so yeah and look what happened to his planet they didn't they refused to do his plan and it died out Oh, there you go. I mean, he that you know that was Kate. You know, case in point, Doctor Strange called him a prophet because that's exactly what he was. Um, I uh, yeah. So let's focus on some so, of the. Let's, let's focus on some s- of the. Or what do you want? I was thinking the same thing. Let's start focusing on someone else. Uh, a little bit like of specific other characters, characters. Yeah. So I'll, let's things- let's really really quick before we focus on other characters. I just want to say that I thought it was interesting how once Thanos collected a stone. Someone tried to kill him in a certain way that he was able to counter with the new stone. So, like, Loki tries to kill him with the space stone. And he was able to... After he collects the space stone, so he's able to, you know, fabricate the knife and, you know, counter it. Uh, Once he collects the reality stone, he basically is able to make them think that he's actually killed. And even... uh, And then also, like, when they destroy the uh, the mind stone, you think, like, okay, everything's fine. He doesn't have all the stones, and then he just reverses time. So, literally, they they try to foil him, but then, because he had just collected a stone that can help counter that... Like, just imagine if they would have done it, like, five seconds earlier, and then it's, like... Which one was the ether? That stone he used the most. Was that the destruction? Which one was that? The ether? I think that was the reality stone. The 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 red the red container? The red? The reality one? He yeah. used that the really the most when he fucking grabbed the moon and... Are you yeah, kidding me? He, he definitely he definitely used the power stone a lot more than anything. Like which one was the one where he grabbed the fucking moon and was the power and the space stone because the power oh, he, he was mixing them together. That's right. The power stone he was able to pull it, but then the space he was able to basically pull it out of orbit. All right. So um let's move on. One of the things I want to talk about is what seems to be a story arc going from Thor. Um, uh, Thor Ragnarok, now it's leading into um, Avengers Infinity War, and what it is is the side story of the Hulk. And the other one, it was, yeah, and the other one, and um, uh, Ragnarok, uh, we were on Planet Hulk, and Hulk was, it was Hulk 90% of the time, he was happy, he was beating everyone up, and we only saw Bruce Banner until the very end. Um, uh, and then now we're here, and we're here now, and he gets beat the fuck up. Yep. Like, Loki's like, we have a Hulk. Hulk comes in, boom, blast Thanos. And Thanos' little uh, Squidward buddy was like, no, no, let him have fun. Did you guys notice how Hulk's punches were wild and all over the place? 
while Thanos was tight, was like in like a boxer and he was dodging and hitting specific points on Hulk's body. Like Thanos is a skilled combatant. He couldn't outdo him with strength. They showed that at the very first start of the fight. So Thanos quickly changed it up and used technique right. and precision to beat the shit out of the Hulk. Yeah. What, I, what I liked is that he didn't even need to use the Power Stone to beat Hulk. He was just that was just him in unarmed combat and a better fighter. He was yeah. literally just a better fighter than the Hulk. Well, what I, I what I really like about that scene was that you know that's that's a nice little throwback from the first Avengers where it's like. I have an army. We have a Hulk, and it's and then all of a sudden Loki gets to be like, "Oh, we have a Hulk, so like I'm on your side," and then you think like, "Oh yeah, Thanos is getting wrecked," and then all of a sudden like when uh when he's like, "No, no, no let him have his fun," like they could like, like he had he had all four of his children, all these like very skilled combatants that could have just jumped on Hulk and then outnumbered him five to one, but they're like, "No, no, no, let let him have let his fun, them, let them." But, and they writers did that on purpose. The writers yeah. went, okay, guys, we've got Thor and we've got Hulk, which most people would go, well, how is Thanos going to get past those two without the gauntlet? And they showed you how. He's just, he really yeah. is that powerful. He built him as a credible villain right one, away in the movie. At one point, at one point, like, Hulk actually has, like, his hands over his neck and is about to, like, strangle him. So, like, he's trying to, like, get the, he's trying to get his hands off and he's having trouble. But then, like, once they pull him off, he's able to kind of counter back and then throw those, like, those, those punches and kind of They're called, feeling. yeah, precision punches. And the thing about that is that's what I meant by they showed that the Hulk could outpower him. So they then, he, that was amazing how it switched to him using technique. And that leads to the story of the Hulk first ever loss. Being ashamed and not wanting Won't to come, come out. out. Yep. Yeah. He's ashamed. That's. I wonder what is next now in the next Avengers movie. How? How is? How is Bruce Banner and the Hulk? How are they going to figure that out? How is he going to get the Hulk to accept defeat and come back? One of the things I heard is that they that might be the segue for Worldbreaker Hulk. To have Worldbreaker Hulk debut? Worldbreaker Hulk is dangerous. So. Worldbreaker, there's no stopping Worldbreaker Hulk. They would need Sentry, well, I guess Captain Marvel. There's not really many people that can stop Worldbreaker Hulk. And yeah. if I'm correct, the glove is destroyed now. They're going to need another glove. But remember so. that they, they show on the on the forge that they have the mold. Also, and yeah. now it's up and running again. So they have the mold. So does this mean the next... One is Thanos is going to think everything's okay, and the people who are alive are going to go after the other gauntlet. See, I, I'm, I'm under the impression that now that Thanos has accomplished his mission, that the whole next movie will be him scattering the stones again, and then they have to retrieve the stones. It's like Dragon Ball Z. Because literally, it's like, okay, for him, his mission was to wipe out half the universe. So for him... If he's already achieved his mission, why would he get? Why would he hoard all the stones just for somebody to find them? And they're like, "Hey, good news, guys! He still had all six stones. We're good. We have the new gauntlet. Let's fix everything." Opposed to being like, "That's it's really risky think, to keep everything together." Let me jump on this real quick because we're talking about it, and I want to ask this because I want to make sure we have time for it. I want your guys' opinions on this. I think it makes sense if you bring it full circle. 
um, with the next movie because you're you're not gonna have characters like the Black Panther, like Spider Man, helping in the search for the stones. I cannot believe they killed Black. Do you Panther. think? Do you think? Full circle wise, it makes sense. We have our original Avengers with Thor and with Captain America and Iron Man. But do you think moving after this this whole Avengers saga that it would have made more sense to have Peter Parker and Black Panther and our new characters working together to find the stones opposed to just going back to the well and going to the Iron old Man and Captain like America they went, to do it? You're right. I noticed that too. I went, why are the original Avengers alive? Like, yeah. why they keep them alive? And I well, think. They- you got to remember too that in theory we still have plenty of new Avengers. You still have Ant Man. You still have Hawkeye. Like you still have like a plenty of other heroes that are still alive. Yeah, but people look. People, but, people, but people look at Black Panther and Spider Man as alive. the next. Ant Man Wasp is coming out in a couple months. But people look no, at Black that's Panther happening, and that's and... happening during the um the uh it's it's here's what's happening. The new Spider Man that's cu- is cu- coming out. Happened before he um, did the whole uh, well, watch him recall. Let me uh, let me ask you this though. Been- so we we know at the end of the movie that Nick Fury is gone. So you think that they would really just say that they wouldn't have like some visual of like Hawkeye and Ant Man and all these other heroes that weren't in the movie like. It just be like, oh yeah, so they were dissolved. By the way, like we we just got off the phone with this person. He wiped I away. Or do you think they would give him some sort of like actual like representation? Is in like, the second at least at least Ant Man for sure. Like you could you could do in the movie like that. He actually gets wiped out because Thanos snaps his fingers and he you know his number comes up. But like if they have no mention of Hawkeye, save for the fact that he's on under house arrest. I mean. Yeah, he could be wiped out. Ant Man could be wiped wiped out, but at the same time, they could still be a five. The point I'm trying to make here isn't necessarily that they kept all the old Avengers and killed off the new ones, but I think if we look at the pot of superheroes we have, the 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 superheroes that are going to take and run with the Marvel universe after we we lose Robert Downey Jr., which is going to happen eventually, is probably Spider Man or Black Panther. So the Chris or the Guardians, and they too. killed off all the Guardians pretty much too. So I mean, except for the rap uh, the rabbit. <laughs> nice, yeah. Bradley except Cooper. for him, Bradley only Cooper's one Guardian is left. They killed that's him twice. Yeah. That's bullshit. No, and no, no. Sweet. That that was a new group. That's what I'm saying. Groot's killed twice. Yeah, that's really messed up. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so yes, um I think what we're going to see in the next Avengers is the old school crew. It's kind of clear, but I think they're still going to get their asses kicked and Captain Marvel's going to show up at the right time cuz yeah. one, I don't understand Thanos can't Thanos Thanos would need the Infinity Gauntlet in order to put up a fight against Captain Marvel. That's one of those things to where it's like Superman versus Steppenwolf. But yep. it's just Captain Marvel's too powerful, you know. It's a, a human and 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 krill Cree DNA mix. I just she's a super galactic, you know, powerful force of just destruction. I don't understand how Thanos. That's not even a fair fight. Where do you think she's been? Like, what, what's going to be their setup to why she wasn't helping out 90s. in the first place? No clue. I don't know that. I just know they're going back to the nineties. Nick uh, Fury is going to be in it. He's going to play a big role. He, they're bringing back. Uh, remember, Guardians of the Galaxy is the first one. Uh, they're bringing him and um, uh, Ronan the Destroyer back. Oh, because remember, 
This was the Cree War. The this was the, when the two uh, whatever races were warring, and Earth got caught in the middle. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. So, other specific characters, guys. You know, talk about the original Avengers. What'd you think? Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. Did you like what you saw? Are you get honestly? You know, I, 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 I'll be honest. I'm getting a little. I'm a little uh, fat Iron Man fatigued. I think I'm. I'm starting to get a little fatigued with him being top dog. I'm like. I'm like ready to move I, on from Iron Man. I was Robert ready for him to die, and he. And I knew he wasn't gonna die. The minute Thanos looked at him and said, "Stark." He's like, you know who I am? He goes, you weren't the only one burdened with, uh, was it prophecy? No. no, not prophecy. Well, that, with, with wisdom, because that was a reference to him now collecting the soul stone. No, he because, knew who he was before then. He knew. But, 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 Red Skull says the exact same thing to Thanos when he arrives out to, to collect the stone. Because he, he welcomes Thanos, he welcomes Gamora, and they were, it's like, they, oh, you know who we are? It's like, I've been cursed with with the knowledge of everybody that comes to collect the stone. That's literally, uh, he says the exact same thing to Stark. It's like, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. Because the soul stone is a wisdom. It, it's it, There's a wisdom to it. So I think that, honestly, that I think a lot of that is because he literally just picked up the soul stone when after, like, uh, meeting on Titan. So let's, let's talk, let's, Let's stop talking about some of the the meat and potatoes. Let's now. I think we should Get our still, uh, go over some of the some of the tone of the movie. I like how well they did. They balanced comedy and seriousness. One of my favorite my favorite uh, jokes in the movie was when um, Tyron Lannister, I forget his name, uh, sitting there as a giant dwarf. Peter Dinklage. And yeah, Peter Dinklage. Is sitting there. Uh, no, and Thor uh, holds open the forge, and he's like, that is the full power of a neutron star that is going to go through you. It will kill you. And he goes, well, then I guess it will just have to kill me first. And, he, and he's like... Oh, no, he said he, he said that it will, it will kill him. And he's like, only if I die. Only if I die. And he's like, yes, that that's, <laughs> that's how killing that's, you works. That's what killing means. That's what killing um, means. I think I think one of my favorite ones is when uh, when the guardians are introduced and then they're telling Groot to put a game his game away and then he just just does it like it's like yeah. whoa oh, like like everybody reacts and it's like you don't know what he, he actually said but based on the reaction it's like whoa look at this guy. Me and me and Riles talked about this, but I thought the whole the Drax being at there for an hour like i am i've mastered the skill yes, of slow movement. yes it's like it's, it was such a long drawn out scene i'm sitting there in my chair like just geeking out like a motherfucker yeah. i'm like this is so stupid i can see you and he just slowly goes oh, shit like, i like, <laughs> like like i told like i told ragbag um just like uh how rocket and groot are like that perfect combo for the guardians I think Mantis and Drax are definitely that perfect combo. Like even when they're on Titan and he's like yawning, listening to a plan. And then it's like, it's like, yeah, they don't really do that. It's like, what do they do? And it's like, kick names, take ass. Yeah. 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 Like he, like he even doesn't even like argue. He's like, yep, that's exactly what we do. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, overall. I've, I've, um... I've been able to slowly make my movements to the point that I'm, Perfectly invisible. Yeah, well, you're either no. or not. But can I, can I, my moments can I, are. 
can I point out too, just because he's like probably my favorite childhood superhero, how awesome Tom Holland is as Spider Man? Like, dude, right, fucking yep. kills it as like an eager teen. And like when he was like when he was disappearing at the end, like that had to have been one of the most heartfelt moments when he was like, Mister Spider, I don't feel. It was like, oh my he was god! The only one that felt pain, and yeah. there were some people who were like, well, why, why, why? Shane and I were talking about this, and I was so proud of her. She got onto it right away. I, I will, I will say this much though that there, there were other people like when they disappear, like you see it more like with the uh, Wakandans, like when the battlefield's kind of like dis, like dissolving. Like you actually see a couple people like selling their gut, like they're almost like there's a pit in their stomach that like they don't feel great. But at least like. I think like with with Parker, it a lot of it was that he knew that something was gonna was going wrong, but he was more emotional about it because, like, he just like I don't want to die. I don't want like because he's again he's like this what seventeen year old kid and he's, uh, like he's fifteen just, or something. He can't drive. Yeah, yet. he's yeah, younger he's, than he's, that. So yeah, he, here's this like teenager that's you know like, faces countless villains, but then when he realized that he's actually about to die, he's just like, I don't want to die. I, wanna, I don't want to die. Like, every, like, everybody else, like, you have, like, Black Panther, who's just like, this is no place to die. This is and no place he, to die. And then he fades off, but, like, he's thinking about his people, and he's not thinking about himself. But, like, with Parker, it's like, oh, my God, I'm about to die. I don't want to go. Most of them had no idea they were about to go. In fact, we're in the middle of just being like, yeah, so anyways, last week... <laughs> here's one of the reasons why here's one of the reasons why for Spider-Man I think it was the most painful because of his spider senses. His senses oh. were going off, but he couldn't run from it. So his body basically turned against itself, I believe. He went off and it was like danger 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 Will Robinson. He couldn't do shit about it and it made him physically sick. That's I think- why I think out of everyone he had the worst death. Because his point. superpower was his, he couldn't do anything. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, you know a lot of people definitely will probably say that uh, Tobey Maguire was the best Spider-Man, but I definitely think Tom Holland is definitely the best Spider-Man because he's like he's uh, he's he's absolutely perfect for it. And on top of that, he actually looks like he's a kid. You know, yeah, he's he not makes, fucking forty years old. You know, forty years old trying to act like he's fifteen, like he's. He's, I mean, he's like early twenties, but at least because of his his build, he actually couldn't say like, "Oh, I'm 15 years old," and it's like, "Okay, I can see it." And all more, right, instead of being like, "I'm 15 years old," it's like you have gray hair, so don't even bullshit me. All right, so overall, what are we giving these? I give it a, I'm gonna give it, fuck it, I mean, I'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10 ragbags. Uh. That's tough, man. I don't want to give it a 10 out of 10 ragbags because I would still, I would prefer, honestly, I liked Guardians 2 more than this movie. I liked Black Panther more than this movie. So I would maybe Wait, give it like. Wait, what did we give Black Panther? I think we gave Black Panther a 10 out of 10. And I don't think it's on the same level as Black Panther. So I would maybe give it like a 9 out of 10. Just, why do, just why comparatively do purposes. Why do you, you know think it what? was better than, uh, than Black Panther? Just having out of curiosity. The because... story was way too... T- it touched home way too much. I, I take it back. Yeah. Nine out of ten ragbags. You're I, right. I left Black Panther feeling... Thinking. For, for me, yeah, thinking... Leaving a theater and having something to think about and having drawn out emotions is more important than really cool battle scenes and a lot of continuity, which I think Avengers did really good in, but I think at the same time, too, they did a good job at building up Thanos, but I don't think 
you know, I, I I left there going, that was a really cool movie, really nice special effects. It was cool seeing all the heroes together, and they did a good but job building Thanos. But it wasn't like, left, oh shit. Yeah, we I, left I Black think... Panther looking at our life, and yeah. they me thinking about my culture. Yeah. You're right, Black Panther made me aware like of self aware. Yeah. yeah. Like, what yeah. I'll what I'll say about that though is that like obviously with Black Panther because it was an origin story, you had more time to focus on the characters. Like you have that ability to have that message, whereas like in all the Avengers movies and like the Suicide Squad movie, like it's basically just a compilation of everybody yeah. together, and you have an idea of you know, that everybody is everybody, and it's supposed to be giant fight scenes because that's that culmination. Like if there was. If it was a movie strictly about Thanos, and that's all you see is Thanos and the children, and then like him wiping out planets, meaning Gomorrah, I think you could get that, like said that same message. But th that's not what this movie was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a culmination of everything building up to this. Yeah, big I'm not war. saying it was bad. I still think it's like yeah. one of the best movies ever. I'm not shitting on it. I'm yeah. just saying it's yeah. hard to compare that to I'm not a saying movie you are. like Black I'm Panther. Just, I'm just saying that like. It's it's hard to compare it. You're just mad it's, because it's like your favorite movie of all time, and we're not saying it's our I'm not, favorite movie. I'm of not all time. It's not hard to compare it because not, they're both Marvel movies. You can you know, compare them. What do you think, Riley? Is it your favorite movie of all time? I like it. I'm. I don't know if it's my favorite movie of all time, but again, like what I was saying, because you guys keep cutting <laughs> me off. You're so mad. Is no, I'm. I'm saying the fact that like <laughs> this this movie. You, you you can't compare it to a movie like Black Panther because it's two different genres. It's like saying. It's like why did you ask me why like, I like Black Panther more? If you, I you just I was curious of because you were saying that this is uh, that Black Panther was better than this movie, and I just like I'm not trying to defend it. I was just curious. Like I wanted to know the the logic behind that. Well, what do you and what do you that, give it for a rating? And you're, and you're, I don't know. Nine point five. Whatever is out of whatever is like I I the rag bags. It. You got to earn those rag bags. How do you earn them? Like, is this like being private? good? Got to be would you give, What would you give uh, Daredevil with Ben Affleck? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good barometer of ragbags. It actually is. I want to know what you'd give it because I'd give it a point five. I don't even remember it. I just remember that Ben Affleck. Was Here, here's something that Riles brought up last night that I thought was an inter interesting conversation that kind of veers off from the review but uh the idea of introducing the x-men or deadpool into this whole big thing that we have going on right now what are your thoughts on that rgg because it, to me it seems like deadpool in himself makes a lot more sense just to be off doing his own thing it w i think it would kind of be weird to introduce him but i'm, I'm actually the x-men i think that's like an interesting concept what do you guys think well considering if you read the guys, there's been many Infinity Gauntlet stories, Infinity Gauntlet series. The X-Men have been involved. Yeah. Uh, it's always been everyone involved. Uh, it would be awesome. I know with the merger happening now, them bring, take bringing in Fox Studios, Disney bringing them in. Uh, I think that, sadly, it's too little, too late. They would love to do it, and it's pro probably going to have to wait for maybe a new phase start. Uh, but we're not going to see, because they've already filmed the other Avengers. They filmed them both back to back. So we're not going to see uh, any of them now. But the directors did say that, and the heads up, we're saying they're definitely wanting to look into, once everything is finalized, they're wanting to look into rebooting fa uh, Fantastic Four. Yep. Uh, they without worrying about backstory, which is what they did a great job with with Spider-Man. Yep. And they are looking to do 
a world where you're going to need another baddie, which would have been Apocalypse if you think about it, but they yep. already ruined that. Yep. They may be able to redo it, but they're looking to see if they can bring... What about, uh, what about Galactus? Because they just make a reference to him in the Silver Surfer movie, but they don't actually do much. They literally just say that he's there. Yeah, Galactus would definitely be another uh, person. Galact that would be a great... I Yeah. Wow, yeah, that that would be a good reason to bring everyone together. But they're yeah, going I, to do it. It's just going to be probably another 10 years. Yeah. Wow, you really I, think uh, so? Yeah. Because look how long it took them to give the most, and it, they did it the right way, giving it this much time to finally bring Thanos out. And not only that, they did it right. So they, they're really big about doing it right and making sure each movie has its tone. And right now, they're about to do... Fox is doing the uh, um, Dark Phoenix series. Yeah. So they're going to have to... And Dark Phoenix is another reason to bring everyone together. Dark Phoenix can... Even with the Infinity Gauntlet, Dark Phoenix can destroy Thanos. So um, that... Do you know, do, you know who, uh, do you know who could really beat Thanos? Don't say Squirrel Girl, and don't say anyone that knows Krav Maga. No, 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 that, none of that. Magneto. Why? Magneto Destroying can the gauntlet. He can manipulate steel. Oh. What is the Infinity Gauntlet? So you can crush uh, Thanos' hand. There's, they're, uh, they're all struggling. They had to put Thanos under, and then struggled to get the gauntlet off his hand. Magneto could have been like, "Come here." Oh shit. Now I control the universe, and then that's your then, new baddie. Now they're all fucked again. <laughs> yeah, you'd be all fucked again. Here's, <laughs> you wouldn't want the Infinity Gauntlet on Magneto's hand, because Magneto would get rid of anything that's not a mutant. He'd get rid of regular humans. He'd definitely get rid of Red Skull. My fucking Red screen Nazi. here is stuck on saying, do a Snapchat, take a snapshot, and share it. Well, I, I, this is stupid. It's pissing me off. Anyway. So what do you guys foresee in the next movie? Then what's happening? Who's who's the who's uh, going to be who's going to be the saving grace of everybody? Nebula. The original, the original Avengers, and I like what he's saying. Nebula, uh, and the original, not the original, one of the first ones. It was Nebula who killed Thanos. Yep. I think Nebula is the one who's going to get in the death, the death MDK on Thanos because Thor got almost got in the MDK but fucked it up. Uh, I think Nebula is going to be the one she to needs finally to get her revenge. Yeah, yep. it's going to be Nebula. They really well, they built her say, up well. They even with that. say uh, that in the movie, like she snuck aboard the ship and almost killed Thanos. So, like, you know that she, that she's capable of being an assassin. You know, again, it's like with her and Gamora, it's like they were two of the toughest fighters in the galaxy. It's just that Gamora was better than Nebula. But other than that, like they. You know, they built up Nebula to basically being this killing machine because that's she's literally a machine. But like, you know, when everybody's being wiped out, like at least like on Wakanda, it was like half and half of like people that survived and died. But literally on Titan, it was basically Iron Man, and Nebula that basically, you know, out of everybody that's over there, they're the only two that actually survived. So it wasn't even half and half on Titan. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm sad again. So. It was good. It was fun. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Guys, I recommend going to go see it if we if you you should have actually gone to go see it already cuz well, spoiler alert. If, literally. 
if you have the time, if you're, alert after you spoil, we said effect. spoiler alert before. If you, you have the time to because, tune yeah. tune into an hour and a half long podcast to listen to the review of it, and you haven't gone and seen it yet, then you are fucking terrible with managing your time. That's all right. Fun. Another thing, guys, the story itself was really well laid out. The way they put the characters together, you've never seen together before. The way those di- the, di- the dynamics of those characters go together. Doctor Strange has an ego. So does Tony Stark. They play that out well. They also play out how... Are you really leaning on the cauldron of the cosmos right now? They really uh, lead, they, they play out the fatherly, like, uh, the father and son at, what the fuck was that? That was me. Oh, the father and son um, relationship between Spider-Man and Tony Stark. They do a good job of showing the internal battle between Bruce, uh, but they're really actually showing there are now two different entities. There's the Hulk and there's Bruce Banner. They're showing that. They did a really good job of showing this other secret team that's being led by Steve Rogers, not Captain yep. America. He calling himself Steve Rogers. The 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 star is gone. His shield is gone. He's got a beard. He's yeah, not the a star beard. was still there. He's some really star nice was still there. Well, like... yeah. Uh, they did a really good job of showing the difference between the the Star Lord and uh, by by mixing Thor with the ga- Guardians of, of of the Galaxy. Drax, who's very powerful, was able to immediately recognize that Thor was a, is a god. He is not regular. They pirate did angel. a they had pirate angel. They did a really good job. Of the rabbit and Thor, they had great banter back and forth. Overall, I really feel the way they paired these people together. I think you guys will like it, and you guys are gonna love each individual fight scene when it comes to the different children of Thanos. I think they wrote them really well, and the fight scenes do not leave you going, "Huh, well that was bullshit." No, some of them go out in some pretty gruesome ways. Yeah. So no, they really do. And actually, when we were talking about it earlier, the the only point um, I had uh, the unfortunacy of it being at a theater where there wasn't anybody like standing up and cheering. But the one really part is. where it did happen was when uh, Thor made his way to Wakanda. He showed up. Yeah. Oh, it was like oh. yeah, woo, yeah, yep. woo, Thor, yep. fuck yeah, dude, fucking yeah. I, I used to honestly, I used to fucking hate Thor. I thought he, I thought he was a dumbass character. He's like my favorite guy now. I fucking want to know why I think they stopped. They rewrote him. He's no longer this wise person that understands he's not fit for throne. He is a, a muscle meathead idiot. Think about it. He was like, I will defeat Thor. He's never fought someone like me. And then rocket raccoon. He has fought you and he beat you. He's never beat me twice. You know, he so determined, yet so stupid. Yeah, and I think that, honestly, that's great. That. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what's great about his character, though. It's like, yeah. somehow this big, muscly dude is kind of relatable in, in a really comic sort of way because he has a really stupid-ass sense of humor. I think that actually did turn his character around from the previous movies because in the other movies, he was just like, I am a god, and uh, it's like, why would I want Yeah, it's like, why would I... You, you're. It's like the whole Roman Reigns thing with wrestling. It's like you are everything yeah. that I'm not, and you're also kind of a an arrogant prick about it. Why the hell would I even want to uh, back yeah. you? So the, yeah, like you're a, right. Yeah, and I like the journey in which he had to do that. So we're we're gonna side here. Uh, Ragnarok really forced him 
to kind of have to realize maybe I'm not as powerful as I thought I was. Maybe I, so remember he got everything taken away from him and he was just regular and that was hard for him to deal with. So I think that helped him out quite a bit. It makes me really sad that Black Panther isn't in the, I hope they bring all those dudes back right away in the next one. I hope that we don't have to wait two and a half hours. We're going to have them. We're going to have to wait two and a half hours. So we're not going to get to, I guarantee you we're not going to get to see them. I, I have a good feeling that the way they're going to set this movie up, because I'm pretty sure that if Infinity War isn't already the the highest grossing... In 11 days, it made a billion dollars. So, so here's the thing, is that what makes me... Because like, you notice this a lot with the, the end-all, the end be-all movies, that they always split it up into, into two parts, or in some cases, three parts. Like The Hobbit, it was, a, it was one book, but it was three movies. Um, you had the Matrix Harry, was two. Yep, the Harry Potter, the last one was two. Like you, you basically you keep setting in chapters. You know this to this because like and you Pirates can kind of, of Caribbean. You can, you can kind of tell that too with a uh, with a movie that it was it, this movie was only two and a half hours, which I thought was weird. It's like oh, it's weird. Like most of them are usually about three three fifteen, and that explains it because they cut it into all right, part two's coming up next. Which by the way. I really like the way that they set up number the sequel because they had Avengers Infinity War and everything fades. And the last thing you can see are two eyes, two. Like what do you think? Two. What do you think? What do you think they're going to call the second movie? They said that they're not releasing the title because it'll spoil re- it. Yeah. Well, I what do you think, think it'll be called? Like the Infinity Re- Crusade. Infinity. Infinity Revenge. Infinity. Everyone comes back alive. We know that they said they <laughs> will not. Until March of next year, they're not going to reveal it well, because they, it's such a spoiler. It is. They, it is they, such a spoiler. If they follow the if they follow the uh, the comic books, they'll call it the Infinity Crusade. That doesn't seem like a spoiler, though. It doesn't. But they did. There's a reason why they're hiding it because it's a spoiler. But I, uh, what I what I was trying to say too about the the length of it is that I feel like they honestly could split this up into three parts. Like I oh, wouldn't be sure. surprised if they. So they like part, part two. Part two is them collecting the stones and then maybe at that like it's if it's a two and a half hour movie at 215 they reverse thanos's you know wiping the population to get the heroes back so now you get the full force of the avengers again third movie ends. war part third yeah. part three is the the end final all battle. be all fight yeah final battle so, i could see it and honestly i won't be pissed if it's like it's like all right we're back Black. can we all agree on one thing peter quill does not get to come back oh get off your fucking high horse dude he played his character perfectly well. He's emotionally unstable. He loved Gamora, and he heard that he... It was dumb, though. It was like, why would he do that when they're obviously about to win? Twice. But... Twice. Twice he, like, didn't do what he was supposed to do. And I and I get it. It involves Gamora, and he got emotional. But, like, Gamora is like, swear in your mother you'll kill me if, if it comes down. she knew something was up. She didn't quite know what it was, but she knew where it was at. And she knew, you know what? You're going to yeah. have to kill me. Well, because she didn't like, she didn't necessarily know the the sacrifice. The sacrifice, yeah. But she knew that she knew how to get a hold of the Soul Stone, and if she was killed, Thanos had no way to track the Soul Stone. Therefore, he couldn't collect all the stones because he wouldn't know where to find it. But, um, but like, you know, he's like, you know, if like if you if it comes down to that, kill me, and he refused to, even though Thanos like basically egged him on, like she asked you. So go ahead and do it. Here you go, right in front of you. And then waited too long, and then it's like, nope, bubbles. 
now, if he now you're done had with just done it right away, Thanos wouldn't have seen that coming. Yeah, and even even uh, um, at the end, like when they're pulling up the gauntlet, literally they have it off of the like off of his like palm, and even it Iron was Man, down like, to his even, fingers. Even Stark is basically like telling him, "Is like we almost got this. Just calm down, help us out, and then we can get this all figured out." But instead, he decided to basically pistol whip him and then but stab him back into consciousness. Let's not miss the little the little in- intricacies they did there. If you pay attention. He was yelling and yelling at Thanos, and Thanos under that, uh, under whatever it was he was in, he well, was in, a, he so was in, a, in the trance. He was in a trance. He was like, showing he, he his agony. He was like, but, I had to do it. And he was crying again. If you notice, he was crying again. Yeah. Well, that's how they that's how they put two and two together about Gamora being gone, because you had Mantis was like, he's mourning. You know, he's, he's, he's in, in pain. And then they're like, wait. He has a soul stone. Well, where we is don't, we? We don't know where Gamora is. Two and two. Oh yeah, Gamora's gone. Fun. All right, guys. We we don't want to keep going and going and going. I think we did a good. Now remember, this is regular guy gaming. We do a regular guy review. This is the way regular guys talk about movies. We get together and we go all over the place, but we have a good time. So if you want a nice structured way that some people will do it, there's a lot of different venues and podcasts and YouTube shows that do that. But this is how regular guys do it. So uh, I give it nine out of five. You give it nine out of five rag bags. Riley, you give it a... 9.5, yeah. Yeah, 9.5 out of ragbags. Guys, overall, I think, great movie. Let's not forget, we need to get together for God of War. We will That will be coming up within the next couple weeks. Yep. Uh, the world loves God of War. The world is giving it 10 out of 10. What are we going to give it? We will find out. We will find out. We will not say now. Uh, you guys are close to beating it. I have beaten it. Guys, I cannot wait to go over God of War with you. That should be what you guys hear next. If not, you will hear TJ and I talk about the game he's making. He's making a video game right now. Um, And you will hear us if you do not hear the review of God of War on next week's show. Ragbag. There you have it, guys. That's our thoughts on uh, Infinity Wars Avengers. We're really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do in the next one and what they're going to really do with their entire cinematic, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe moving forward. Lots of really big things to, uh, you know, I guess look forward to with the new superheroes and uh, really new directions of the studios. As, you know, I can't imagine we're going to get an Iron Man 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, just really exciting to see where they go with it. And I think it's a really cool thing that it's become such a big part of culture. I mean, RGG kind of mentioned it, but you know, this has literally been in the making for like a decade. It's crazy to think about. It's crazy to think about that some people, um, you know, started what, you know, saw the first Iron Man or whatever, and they have maybe died in between that first movie and this Infinity War movie because it's just been so long and so drawn out. But every movie has served a purpose toward this ultimate ending. So that's why it's so neat and it's so exciting to see what they do with it. And this movie has just literally been killing it. Uh, here today, so far, it's estimated that the uh, Avengers Infinity War will gross right around 112 million dollars uh from north american theaters which is uh would make it the second highest grossing film in in the second weekend behind uh the the latest star wars flick uh and just a little bit ahead of black panther so again it just tells you that there's a lot of 
um, support for this. People have been super pumped about this. We've been we've known about it for years. It finally came, and it's not disappointing. And as you heard during the interview, uh, Riles Beniles has seen the movie three times. RGG has seen it twice. Um, I don't like my local theater enough to go more than once. I'll probably see it a second time once it hits our our local riv the the rivoli if you haven't heard of the rivoli it's a it's a kind of a cute rundown theater that that plays um movies usually a couple of months maybe after they initially come out and they serve like pizza and beer there and it's kind of a cool little cool little scenario so i might go there to see it a second time but you know that's what you're seeing a lot of people going and seeing this movie multiple times because it's just that good and there's that many things that people want to make sure that they're not missing out on um, but yeah, this, this movie is just, is making bank for, uh, pretty much everybody. Um, it is the fastest film to break a billion bucks as well as RGG had mentioned. So yeah, this movie's doing good things. If you haven't seen it yet, if you're listening to this entire, if you listen to this entire podcast, uh, and you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. That doesn't make sense to me why you would listen to three random dudes talk about it and then not go see it. But what do I know? I guess, um, Here's something else that's kind of crazy to think about. Number two uh, for this past weekend was Overboard. I don't even know exactly what that is. I think it's a remake from an old film. That made $14.8 million. Avengers Infinity War, again, 112 Like a whole $100 million more than the second place movie. That is bonkers, man. That's crazy. By the way, Black Panther is still somehow on this list made 3.1 million over this past weekend does that blow your guys's mind at all just looking at stuff like that it's like how that's crazy man black panther's been out forever and somehow it still makes millions of dollars over a weekend because people want to see it still that's crazy to me um thank you all so much for joining us i'm we're not really doing too much gaming talk this episode kind of uh geared towards the the uh the avengers infinity war um, we'll come back next week. Hopefully, have that God of War episode for you. If not, we'll we'll give you uh, part two of RGG and TJ, where we'll do some gamer news and things like that. I know there's been some things that have come out in the in the past couple of days that uh, will be good to talk about, but we'll wait on that and do that with the next podcast. It's it's so gorgeous outside, um, and I want to play some God of War, and I still need to take my dog on a walk, and I've got some other things I got going on, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna cut this episode. Uh, a little bit short. We're not going to have as, as lengthy of as, as an ending where I sit here and kind of bullshit with you guys for, for an extended period of time because we just got done bullshitting for an hour. So uh, make sure to hit up Regular Guy Gaming, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Just search Regular Guy Gaming in Google. If you are listening to this podcast, I pray to God you know how to use Google. If you don't, something's wrong with you. Uh, otherwise, you can always look me up. It's Ragbag, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G. I like to caps lock the last four because I think it's clever. And it's something I did when I was a young lad, and uh, it's kind of stupid now that I think about it. It's like people that add, you know, like the, the two X's or whatever. Um, just kind of how I did it. I'm trying to be edgy. And now I, I hate having to uh, type that into specific things because it doesn't work half the time. Um, otherwise, look up Grapple Talk Network, Facebook, at the Grapple Talk Twitter. And, uh, you know, keep up to date with all the shows that are coming out. Um Obviously, with RGG, we're going to try to get back on a weekly schedule. We've got some great episodes lined up that are in the bank, so we should be able to get these out every Sunday, as we had been previously. Uh, Riley starting a new show, The uh, Lonesome Road. Is that what he's calling it? I don't have it in front of me. I think that's what he's calling it. It's a pretty nice format. It's pretty fun. Uh, really laid back. I definitely encourage you all to check out his 
uh, quote-unquote second episode. It's basically his first episode with his new format. Ross Family Matters podcast, always dropping great stuff, so check them out. And then we, of course, have the flagship where uh, Jesse and myself will maybe or maybe not do it. We had, we had like we were doing a really good job of releasing those episodes, and our accounts were going up. And uh, then life happened, man. You know, I was in Indianapolis this past week for work. Uh, he's had some things going on, including taking a much-needed vacation a couple weeks prior. And we're just uh, not able to put our schedules together in order to meet. We live in the same city. We consider each other to be really good friends, but if it's you know not work-related, it's hard sometimes to sit down when you've got so many other things going on. I'm sure a lot of you understand that. So, um, again, thank you all so much for joining us. We will catch you next time right here on Regular Guy Gaming. Peace out, my home dillets. <laughs>